0: Alright y'all man, welcome back to another episode of Sincerely Fitted. I'm DJ
1: Fitted. I'm Crown, what's with it? Right, man, how you feeling bro? How you living? Shit, I'm living. You said you're tired bro. Yeah you said you- man, I'm living though. I, I, I thought you, I, I
0: thought know. you, gym rat, supposed to have all the energy in the world. But you're know. supposed to, I don't know if you supposed is. to be able to go run a marathon like at any moment, bro. <laughs> you're supposed to just I don't wake know if up. Fed to call me a gym rat. <laughs> you
1: know, I just, I just work out a little bit. Uh, some of my guys are gym rats. You're, out you're to there You every m. morning,
0: five a.m. bro. I, I think, you, yeah, I think you're bro. a little dedicated. I'm just trying bro. to get
1: right. I'm just trying to get right. You know, the stage lights is hot. Okay. And you gotta be able to, you know, handle that and and, and get through that set. So got gotcha, you, gotcha, gotcha. Point, man. How you living, man? What's new with you, man?
0: Nothing, bro. Same, same thing, bro. New same week, old. same problems, bro. I feel it. They you ain't really fix the problems. They are not really <laughs> problems. I'm just saying, you know, yeah, life has become you. very routine right now. Unfortunately, ah,
1: don't you hate it? Um,
0: <laughs> I'm not mad at it though, man. I think sometimes. Just to get those reps in to, you know, be great at what you do. Sometimes you need that repetition. You need things to happen over and over and over again. Just nice. so you can learn how to and figure out how to adjust. Like, you know, stuff like that, man. But I bang, will say that, bro. Bang. I had a <laughs> <laughs> Like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I had, a, I had a little wild weekend, bro. Uh, I don't know you. if y'all saw it on my Instagram story, bro. Uh, but somebody gave me counterfeit money in the
1: tip, bro. <laughs> still, like, the
0: fact that niggas <laughs>
1: are still doing the counterfeit flip game, come on, man. With a
0: five, though. But I mean, I guess it's smart, though, because, you know, I ain't going to check no $5 the bill. But I will say it looked weird when he set it down. But That's I ain't really crazy. tripping because... The night before that, like There was some Africans in the club, and they were just—they went crazy. Yeah, bro. yeah. I just—I played three I records. That's all my African
1: dogs, man. They—they they really, they really be kings in the in the scene, dog, in the situation. Oh yeah, nah. They—they they nah, show as mad far as love. You, you counterfeit throwing niggas. Hey, listen, brother. <laughs> Like you don't, you don't, you don't got to tip the DJ You don't have to <laughs> do it Like it, it's not a sign That says tip the DJ I man. don't look at
0: you I don't look at you
1: no less You could have just Minded your fucking business yeah. Bro. Yeah. And chill.
0: They did it like Like a Jewish night Where they had like A 20 around it And then they put the fives Kind of in it So you they know left the club And was like Yeah we got off on this nigga night." I bro. just don't hope they didn't know. Get off on the club though Cause <laughs> like cause, Cause nobody Like you don't check a dollar, you don't check a 5 dollar bill, shit. bro. Like unless like and in, in, you seen it in, in your hand, Those yeah, it's yeah. real
1: bad, but most people ain't checking 5 dollars or 1 dollars. Like no, you for just a bartender. If you got that counterfeit money that night, I'm sorry, baby. I know you hurt. <laughs> right. I know you pissed. That right. that That's uh bullshit.
0: That sucks, but uh, I got I got a, I got I got a topic for you before you get into what you want to talk about because you want right. to do music appreciation. I want
1: to just talk about some. Of, I've been listening to a lot of music, and buddy. I don't
0: appreciate music right now. So nah, I've before been listening you to <laughs> some old school shit that's what <laughs> I want to get into. But I, I got a, I got a thing for you, man, because uh, social media is a thing within this industry that we're in now, right? Of Whether course. you're a podcaster, rapper, DJ, artist, manager, whatever, like social media is important. So um, I seen on the internet they're talking about bringing. Social media insurance.
1: Oh, I didn't see that. That's crazy.
0: So basically, what? Uh, I mean, if somebody hack your page or, ah, you okay. know, that just happened to my homeboy, or so, something yeah. of that matter, I guess there's some type of way they're going to insure like loss of profit or revenue. If scam. That, if that's what you do. I don't scam. know. Scam.
1: <laughs> it it sounds weird to me, but insurance in general is America's greatest scam. So I mean, it makes perfect sense. until like, you need it. Kinda, but then <laughs> how much does it really, really help? Like, okay, so I'm gonna pay you. I'm guessing a subscription fee every month, of, let's say ten dollars, to ensure that if my my page gets taken down or something, I can go pay another motherfucker to give it back. Like,
0: I don't, I don't know. If, my homeboy just. If wants that's to the pay, case, eight. I think it's more of like if you if you one of them people who have like. Like you're really an influencer, so right. I think it's more of like loss of revenue. I don't really think it's so much of getting uh, your page back, they, but I how guess how much they're gonna get you though? It's like whatever you pay, like coverage. Like so, if you got, let's say, damn,
1: what are you talking about? Like you paying yourself essentially? Then you're like, uh, listen, they uh, took Boosie page four times. Well, dude. no, 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 no.
0: It doesn't cover. <laughs> it doesn't cover if the company itself shuts you down. So if Twitter decides to shut you right. down. Or Instagram decides to shut you, you down. It doesn't cover that. It just covers that whole, like, those idiots that click links that come I mean, to it makes, DMs.
1: It makes sense, but it doesn't. Like, so prime example, a couple of weeks ago, my homeboy, got his, his page got hacked. And he's, he's one of the guys I work out with, um, my nigga Timmy. And it's crazy because it's just building and it's following. And it's like, yo, you know, he had to drop a bag, you know, to get that page back, a real bag. So he got extorted. Essentially, that's what that was. And it's like, we was looking at it like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So that's essentially what this, this shit sounds like to me. I now, guess. I get what you're saying about, you know, if, if if your brand is very heavily influenced by Instagram. But I heard a quote today, man. Um, somebody was like, old head told him, you think people with real money do business via Instagram?
0: Like uh, I, I argue the same thing with text messages. A lot of people like to do business through text messages and I'll always be like, yo... I'll read this and forget about it because text messages are personal to me yeah and I don't really look at them as like I'm doing business
1: with you like yeah, if you know anything about social media in general like it's not a safe. M- platform to build your your brand around like i i come up from the vine days <laughs> and i have a very you know what i'm saying a very life-changing story about that so it's like what happened what happened with your vine days bro you know when we dropped i know man that shit was going crazy on vine like, okay 2016 so 15 16 16? shit and as it's like taking off and my shit is like really growing the app just fucking disappears Yeah, and I had so many fans on that app, and it's like to the to this day, like I'm still reconnecting with fans. Like there's still people finding Mm -hmm. me just now. Like yo, I've been looking for you since. So what
0: what do you think? What do you think was your misstep in transitioning those fans? Because you look at people like Logan Paul, you look Mm at um, what's the other the black comedian? Even even. the comedian DC like yeah, DC, DC Young Fly like he I came think from Vine. the thing Bryan, with like,
1: DC was like he, he was a little King Botch that King yeah. back. That's all the thing. He was like, a little he was a lot bigger. You know what I'm saying? And the comedy world really took off. With the mm-hmm. music, it was a little different. But the biggest thing was like just conversion to another app. You see okay. what I'm okay. saying? And I wasn't super like somebody put my music on Vine. Okay, and okay, okay. Sent me a it link. Wasn't it wasn't a thing like, you did. It is it, not how I started. Okay, like, a friend of mine's drinks kept telling me, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, what the hell am I supposed to do with six seconds?" <laughs> and he was like, Yo, I'm telling you. And he like snipped up I I know and and, and put it on there and it went crazy. He sent me it was like twenty thousand likes. I was like, the fuck is that okay. right? so I hop on and then I'm start building and I get it. But you know Vine was a very close knit community. So it was like you really didn't cross platforms. It was like nah everybody's on Vine. I like, barely I use think. it, I ain't gonna lie to you. I yeah, so use it was it was it's one of the most special apps that ever be, be created. Like to be honest with you. Everybody kind of like they saw like like Vine is almost the equivalent of Myspace. It's up mm. there in the in, in the pioneer lane for apps. You know what I'm saying? And okay. What it did for culture. There's no TikTok. There's no Reels. There's not a, any of this Snapchats without Vine. So so you say you give Vine all the credit for video as far as uh well short short format video for yeah like just media. even the revolution of content. Okay, you know what I'm saying how like just visual content is consumed and received now that's all a vine format,
0: so you gotta get a people update of what you've done recently to uh up your content Because we talked about that on the first episode or yeah, something man. you were I mean we, struggling with so what what have you done to I'm just posting. Get yourself out of that box?
1: you know what I'm saying shout out to um. Shout out to Instagram, you know what I'm saying? But actually, you know, we're, we're building content behind the scenes, redeveloping the websites, okay. and getting ready to roll out. But in the meantime, you know, I'm just posting consistently. You know, real... The dopest thing that I've seen in social media recently is, like, Instagram actually paying people out for content. Mm, that's yeah. happening with Reels, and I think that's really dope because for years, there's a lot of people that should have been paid for, for popularizing these apps. Um, <laughs> so... Gift and a curse, sir. Yeah. So um I'm you you just, you know, you can go follow me at Who Is Crown everywhere. You're gonna see me on Instagram mostly. Um we finna get ready to transition to fan base. Shout out to Isaac Hayes three, the third, um, and, and so many other people over there that own that platform. But we just um we just getting back on the scene. You know me, man. I'm not a super social media guy, but <laughs> it is a thing that you gotta do. But the coolest part is this, I started to figure out a way to do it to where it was me and I didn't have to Step outside of who I am or my character or my everyday life and routine to try to appeal. All right, I'm, I'm glad you said that. It's a good good segue and transition into uh,
0: my boy Little Man J. Have you heard of Little Man J? I have not. Okay, so Little Man J is kind of uh, going. I guess you could say viral. I hate I hate that phrase, but he's going right. kind of viral with his uh showing you how to make popular rappers songs in 30 seconds. Ah, okay. Um but he's he's, he's big for the little baby when he did cuz he sounds just, just like little baby. baby. Yeah, he yeah. even describes how to produce little baby's voice. Like oh. he does that. So, how do you feel about little baby being that next, let's say how little Wayne was, everybody copied that. Yeah. Like how do you I said and, that and, a few episodes. And 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 I'm a, I'm gonna flip it on you cuz I'm I'm gonna put it to you like this. Cause before when Lil Wayne came out, you had you really had white America, kind of jump on and 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 yeah. kind of flirt with rap, right? They they they, yeah. but it was more fashion for them. Thank Eminem for that. So now, I can't thank Eminem for nothing, but for now, uh, he brought a lot to it. I mean, he did, but uh, he did. I know I know, <laughs> I know more people that like Kia Rock over Eminem because technically Kia Rock's
1: a rapper. Nah, I can't ever say that. I don't know anybody who listens to Kid Rock, <laughs> but maybe that's just the when difference. You, when you're you talking about Detroit and music <laughs> and stuff like yeah, that, it's a bigger influence there than Eminem. But, I feel it.
0: Um, so I think this go around with the little babies and the, I would say Thug, but the, you know, free guys. Boys, man. Um, free boys. How do you feel that this transition will go this time? Do you think it would be more other, like, more other races doing. The music this time, and not just taking
1: the fashion, but literally taking the whole sauce this time. I mean, yeah, I think I've seen the video of the white boy that sounded just like Lil Baby. Yeah, that's I mean, Lil Man J. That's Lil Man J. That's yeah. Lil Man okay, J. Okay, I thought he was like a rapper, rapper. No, he literally. Oh, I seen like a whole video of him. No, he, like no, there's a, he made a whole music video oh and everything. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think we we at that place creatively, musically. I I feel like we we've, we've unfortunately backed ourselves into a corner. And okay. when I say us, I mean the community, the the brothers and the sisters, the black. Yeah. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Um the, the 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 dope part about being black is we always come up with the way. We always create whatever's new and cool. Especially in America, we've always kind of been the leaders of that. Um the bad part about it is we've always gotten robbed for it, you know. We've always gotten the short end of the stick, we could take it to the highest levels. And even when it's at its best in our culture, we're never, um, our compensation is never a representation of what we brought to the table. You mm. see what I'm saying? So it doesn't surprise me. I, I think I knew, and I've said this before, you know, not to always double back to this, but, like, we we kind of spoke about this with, with Drake's album. Like, even Drake's entire format of how he he introduced the culture, like I've always said, like, he took a Jay-Z approach global. Where back in the day, Hove would, you know, co-sign these regional acts that hadn't really crossed over to New York because the industry was centered in New York. He would go highlight, you know, a juvenile, go highlight uh, UGK. And when I say highlight, not mean put them on, but just share some of his light and his reach to their fan base and vice versa. Definitely work. Um, Definitely put some people on the map. So Drake started to do that. You know what I'm saying? And he did it in different cultures he did it in the uk he does it in jamaica he does it with afrobeat he, he, he constantly finding these different markets and these different people but then the other side of wheelchair jimmy is he's he came up as wheelchair jimmy and a lot of the mm. kids that i knew who watched i never saw degrassi like okay and i don't know too many niggas in my neighborhood who saw degrassi like most people that I know who watched the grassy was a lot of super suburban kids and you know what I'm saying females and, ki- females, females and kids kids in the suburbs. And, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like th- that fan base automatically was like blurred from the jump. It was like it was actually mm. brilliant to be able to bring that fan base and hood niggas in the same room, which is what he talked about. So what happens when you do that, not to be so long winded though. No, you could, but, bro. Um, <laughs> what happens is Now, you know, it's the same thing that Eminem did. When Eminem actually gets co-signed by a Dr. Dre, a Snoop Dogg, an Exhibit, a Corrupt, a Daz, an Ice Cube, and all these guys, every white boy in the hood that grew up with all the niggas is like, oh, I can be that. I could be that. Oh, that's my space. I could, I could do that. You know what mm. I'm saying? And then you start. It's no different than what we do in rap. You know what I'm saying? The same thing. When you see a Jay-Z rap, I go pick up my pen. And I'm like, yo, I could do that. You know, so. But you're not trying to sound like Jay Z. Like, I, I think that's the difference. But also to get to that point is like. There's a laziness in today's society because the gratification doesn't come from effort. Okay. The gratification comes from consistency. So, the, so so my follow-up question to you is, do you feel like
0: we've dumbed down the music to the point where it is easily to reproduce? I think
1: music is wallpaper. Okay. I think Explain. Essentially, music is something that you see on the wall, but you don't pay much attention to. Mm, okay. It decorates the building. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's elevator music, essentially, now. Like, it's a, it's a byproduct of whatever we're doing. So it's just color. Yeah, essentially. And I think in a new generation, especially when I talk to a lot of, like, casting their teenage years, early 20s, it's like they us on some whole other shit. <laughs> like It ain't even mute. Like, music was such a big part. If you were 90s, 80s, even early 2000s, baby, music may be such a big part of your life. But for these these kids, it's not really that big a so, part of their life. So what do you think...
0: It's not 100% keep it on music, but let's just flip it to entertainment. So what do you think is going to be like... That generation, like, what are they going to look for as far as entertainment goes? What are they going to, since music was such a big thing that we always wanted to be a part of, what is what is the next big thing, whether it be entertainment or something else that you feel like?
1: Virtual reality. So, VR. VR is the next wave. Um, I mean, because you got to think, like, we, I can't say we're in a video game revolution because the video game revolution probably started in the mid-2000s. Yeah, um, for sure. But, you know, it's it's now starting to peak in... Transition into the virtual reality world, you know what I'm saying, and everybody wants to be something that they weren't born. Essentially, like everybody wants to be a character. Everybody. So, you, wants, so you think it's more uh, we're gonna we're gonna just start diving into creating escapes from the world. That's pretty much. I mean, you're already seeing it with Meta. You're seeing it with even like the the rise in virtual reality headsets and the games, and even like when you're going to certain events, these types of little booths and things that they have.
0: I think it's gonna be a fad, bro
1: it may, you know what i'm saying? I think virtual
0: reality was around in the 80s and disappeared. Yeah, but you know what the difference between I mean, the technology 80s, has definitely
1: progressed, for not sure. Not even just technology, it's just you had incentive to be outside. Okay, i get that. Today Post-COVID, what happens is when you shut the world down for two years and you isolate people, people get comfortable with isolation. Facts. I agree with that. They don't even want to be outside. I know a
0: lot of people that still haven't left their homes yes. outside of, like, you know, necessities. So I think
1: what ends up happening is you got two things that happens. You have people that don't want to leave their homes, and then you have babies who dealt with that facts and didn't know how they've never even got the chance think about the five-year-old who never went to kindergarten the
0: only reason why i say it's a fad is because of the uh, i always talk to the i talked about this even in the last episode cost Mm. of entry true cost of entry is very high three hundred dollars is a lot of money for you to be able to still have to pay more money for another luxury right now true i think it'll be a game of the rich i
1: think the poverty line yeah, that's an interesting conversation I, because <laughs> the reason why I agree, but I don't.
0: No, I'm not. But I'm not saying it's not going to be a wave, but yeah, I just don't. I think,
1: I think it might be a lot longer than we think because I think this is the key that we're not under, that we may be missing.
0: Because I think more augmented reality would be a thing versus
1: virtual reality.
0: Because it's
1: already, it's already in your phone. That's what I was going your, to Your camera already does it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's already here. I think we're already there. I think... Social media is gonna advance the tools so though like we gotta really look at what Zuckerberg is doing I mean and, yeah, like yeah. it's it's it's, it's kind of it's getting creepy, you know what I'm saying and so it's like
0: so to bring it back to music, how do you see yourself implementing your music into those worlds are you gonna have your own characters that you that people can pull up or
1: um or what are you gonna come up with some like a virtual shopping experience like I think we definitely would tap into virtual shopping experiences I think that's just a natural progression, but that's more so. For my brand You know that's What, what about Shapo? concerts Do you see yourself Making an avatar and Nah I'm still it, doing A real concert If I can't perform I don't want to do it I'm going to be honest With you I'm cool Like I can't do The, the hologram shit But, but you saying that, that that's where Entertainment is going Nah I know I mean and that's cool You know everybody Got to get off At the bus stop At some point <laughs> oh, right? so, you, so you say For me if I can't perform Because that's That's an artist's joy Okay The truth of the matter Is you know what I'm saying If you're a true artist Man we feel alive On stage I got you. I, you know what what I, I'm saying? with you. We, I'm saying way it. with DJ. Like. Yeah, we feel alive on stage now. Granted, you know we can go do live tapings and you know Jimmy Kimmel type shit or like you know even in the quarantine I've seen a lot of like you know close cut convert like uh, jam session type style mm-hmm. performances. That's cool. But when it gets to a point where it's a computer and I'm just watching, a fucking. 3D version of myself before. Like <laughs> nah kid I'm cool man Like I don't want No parts of it And that's just the truth You know And shout out I, to my fans who My bad at you me. for that But I think I think one of the Coolest things too About music is this Music will never die Even with music being Wallpaper Be a painting
0: What you be Fine art a, Be a painting mm. Like
1: so if, if Music is wallpaper My plan is to be The Picasso On top of that wallpaper. So even when you're like, you know, what would you do in that? I'm going to make songs that are so dope to your ear. That's my goal, to make something that's so, like, special to your ear that it cuts through. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And I think, you know, even, like, when we watch it, like, now, I think it's still happening. It's happening now when you see Reels and, and Instagrams and TikToks, like, these little sounds that go viral you know what I'm saying, these small sounds that people just catch a wave on and go, like even the and if the world was in mm-hmm. would you cry? Like, just for that to catch, you know what I'm saying, though Future took a part of it and like helped boost it, it was still just like, it was already going. Yeah, it was already before a song. He did sure. it, you know what I'm saying? It was already out there. Social media had already grabbed it mm-hmm. and started fucking with it, so it was like, I think when you, when you just got something special, dog, you're gonna always cut through and then, you know, the avenues of how to present it to the world, um, You know, that shit, as much as it's important, it also ain't. Like, it's a lot of people I've saw be famous that didn't fit the mold at all. Like, a great song can change the narrative. Like, if I, you know, with all due respect to the brother, but if I look at Daniel Caesar, I never, in my mind, in in all the world, expect get you from this guy or, you know what I'm saying, this, this, and that. But it's like when you just have a great song, a great voice, it's like man fuck everything else you know what i'm saying people will find a way to fuck with what you fuck what they fuck with you know what i'm saying and okay i think that's not going to change no matter if it's 3050 or 2022 oh. mm. yeah. all right i, I mean just asking bro yeah, cuz you know. we all we all got to change with the times if not we become dinosaurs yeah, i, I episodes, definitely so. think you got to change you know what i mean like i say you but you know what at the same time you kind of don't like you do have to change you have to evolve Shall I say? I wouldn't say change, because I think when you're changing with the times, just keep talking. I'm thinking when you, uh, <laughs> when you're changing with the times, man, you, um, you're behind. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like if you're trying to change with the times, you already missed the wave. Like or you're, 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 you're putting yourself or your power in something outside of you. Okay. I think you know. You gotta adapt. You got to evolve, you know, um, but cocaine's still cocaine, dog. Like, no matter how many forms you switch, like, motherfuckers still love cocaine. People still love weed.
0: I don't think, I'm not saying you got to become of the times, but I mean, I think you definitely still have to evolve, bro. Like, you, like, as a DJ, like, if I go to the club and I, well, one, I can't go to the club with all vinyl no more because they don't make, most music isn't made in that medium anymore. Um, That's why I asked you about performing, bro Like, if we get to that point Like, how do you You say you have a strong love for it, so Yeah, but I also could be like Fuck it Like I mean, it, Cause it can still be live It just doesn't necessarily have to mean that you're You I know, mean, seeing anybody yet. So is it is honest, it more of the like. Is it more of the audience you can't see That bothers you about it, or what? Cause you still mean, no, cause, cause still you always live. don't have
1: an audience But it's like I can't describe, like feeling of me touching the microphone
0: like they okay so i'll bring it kind of not so futuristic but i'll do like during 2020 rolling loud did all their concerts on twitch it's no studio it's no audience but there's an audience because there's people tuned in via twitch yeah. there was like 30 40 000 people with rap plug so would
1: you would you do that route i've done it it was cool yeah i mean if if, if the time calls for it but i'm gonna be honest with you even with that, it kind of sucked. Okay. It kind of sucked. And I think every performer would tell you that. Like, there's a place for it, shall I say. Like, because, you know, we have to do that. You know, you mm-hmm. look at the late-night TVs, the Conans and the studio and studio, audience and studio audiences yeah. and things of that nature. And, like, you know, you may get, like, a, 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 a what's the shit used to be in the back? End? Like, Amazon used to do little joints and stuff like that. But to have to only do that, it's gonna like performance is already dying. and Well, it's I'm dying not saying that's the that. only thing you have to do. I would yeah, just say like if we, it if it comes to a point where that's the only way we can perform, mm-hmm. I'm cool. Like, gotcha. I'm all right with it. You know what I'm saying? I, I can step off on it because like it ain't worth it at that point. Like you, you're taking the joy away from performers. Now, granted, we are getting into a time where a lot of people don't really value performance as much as they used to. Me. I come from an era where performance was everything. So why you
0: why you think that why you think that's a thing?
1: Same thing we talked about earlier with just the instant gratification not being based off of quality mm. or passion, it's based off of consistency. Like if I can do three shows tonight, I don't g I ain't gonna give my all. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go pick up that twenty five at each club and keep it moving, you know, like it's you you're taking a lot of people also from elements where they're not creatives. Like, you know, we come from stars, you know, just to get into what we was gonna talk about originally. I've been watching a lot of um listen to a lot of dope music. You know okay. what I'm saying? And what's been on your playlist recently, brother?
0: Cause it don't sound like you about to talk
1: about nothing new. It ain't been nothing new, <laughs> honestly. Um just cause like last decade new or before that? No, nah, I'm I'm talking about I'm Are in you the craze. old school. Old I'm school? digging okay. in the craze right now. Like it's um the new stuff is cool and I've been vibing with the new stuff like West Side Guns new album is crazy. Side note, like, Stove God Cooks, I don't know what's the, what we doing, but I need I need the debut, bro. I need the debut, dog. like... Does that even matter anymore, bro? Like, does the debut album matter anymore? Well, for him, it's only, he only has, like, one mixtape, and of course, hmm. he changed his name and stuff, so he Got come you. from a different... But for me, I think just for purists, we care, you know what I'm saying? I don't think... Because, I mean, that's another conversation I just had last week, actually, um... To quick pivot before we spin this block back, you know, um, my man's DJ First Class, shout out DJ First Class on Twitter, man, a journalist, dope guy out of Chicago. He was saying, he tweeted, he was like, yo, what the fuck, like why does little baby have a documentary, like he ain't even been 10 years deep. And I had to correct him, I was like, baby really been here like 7, 8 years, we just ain't noticed. Because the way the rollout is is so different. His debut doesn't come until 2020, but essentially his, 20,
0: that's his
1: first it. single was 2015. I'm like, so it's 2022. It's a seven-year-old. It is time for a story for him. But we're not used to seeing, you know, artists go for five years before they get to their debut and be filled with hits along the way. Let's go. That's just an applaud and kudos to QC kind of revolutionizing and it really, you can say before that, but really QC revolutionizing the rollout. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think that was by choice. I think that's more like by force because I've always said, even in regards to the Migos, like, they should have been the biggest act in the world on No Label 2.
0: No, the little Baby is definitely, like, lightning in the bottle, man. I I, I will always say that because it almost doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I agree with you with the Migos. Cause I, I argue that about the Migos, too, like, what was their fall-off? Like, what was the, like, why didn't this connect the way it should have connected? It was the
1: mixtape game, and it really wasn't a fall-off for him. It was just, like, we talk about this all the time. This is an unfortunate conversation that, you know, I actually had this conversation this morning, Um, you know, and I said this years ago. I said this in high school. I said, you know, I love Wayne, bro. Shout-out to Lil Wayne. Um, Love Wayne, bro. Grateful to Wayne for what he brought to the game. But I said it a lot of times. I was like, yo, you ruined – the business of music bro like and a lot of people don't want you know what I'm saying a lot of people know that it's a un- it's an uncomfortable conversation to have and I get it it's like you know you really took it to the streets it was like yo we just gonna feed the block but feeding the block without no money coming from that tape them tapes like you know when you really consider 72 mixtapes in a two-year span and none of these records even to this day can even be cleared or placed on streaming services to clear that money up that's Insanity, you know what I'm saying, and then you put the rest of the industry in a place where, in order to keep keep up, they gotta create like that too. I understood why mm. the music industry hated mi- mixtapes. Now, what it did was make a lot of millionaires and make people come in, and it's, it was a it was a spot where we allowed a lot of randomness and different type of people to come in and, and get they shine off artists that I don't think would have ever survived or even made it in the game without the mixtape era you know, was able to crack through. But the flip side of it is as we get ready to transition and the label figures out streaming, it hurts some of our greatest artists in that era because they they have to play to this old standard and they're not quite new enough to benefit from the new standard that's coming in. I think what we're talking about with Lil Baby is that essentially, like, you hit that time right where album music started doing the one-off albums with right. Chance and Future right when it was transitioning from mixtapes to, like, real... Because I never really got a little Baby mixtape in the street. Not to say that they weren't there. It's like, I heard them on the radio, I seen them on a playlist, and it was, like, already official from the rip.
0: I mean, it's the, all that, that 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 argument of, like, what's a mixtape, what's an EP, what's an LP, like, yeah. what's an album, so on and so forth, because, you know... All of that, all of his music was original music. He wasn't jacking no beats, right? right so right, 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 right. Um, But just to just to piggyback off what you said about Lil Wayne, I, I look at Lil Wayne as one of them people who just will do this because because he loves it. I don't I don't True. really think that he was literally trying to change the game or innovate anything. I just think he literally was like, "Yo, I like to rap." So yeah, right. as often as I can rap, I'm going to rap. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like the fifty dollar DJ, like. Yeah. It, as long as you're going to pay him $50, give him some chicken wings, and he can DJ seven nights but a that week, was the thing. I remember, he going to do it.
1: I think 50 said it years ago. Like I think 50 was like, yo, you know, don't whore your brand out. Like yeah. He kind of whored his brand out. And and like I say, for what it's worth, this ain't no slight to Wayne. Like I think I'm so grateful that we got that era of Wayne, but I really wish there was a better way mm. to do that. I feel like Wayne did that on. He did it because of how we were positioned in the South. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? like It was a lot of. Okay, we don't got the support. LaFace is gone, so we don't have anybody to properly represent the South and, and go and fight in these offices for us. Right. Yeah, we cash money, but they keep trying to boutique label us, essentially, and just keep us in this Bible Belt-type region, even though we global with we it. gave you a lot
0: of money to put you in a boutique spot. Yeah, well that's
1: crazy. And it's crazy. They did do that. But if you look <laughs> at it, you sign a $30 million deal, and you look at Juvi, and it's like, that's the biggest album that came from that. That error you know what i'm saying until they re-up and then we don't get that type of run from cash money against maybe carter too and even then it ain't that type of run you know what i'm saying the numbers are nowhere near the same um the metric is nowhere near the same and you see how 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 it's going and it's like arguably wayne should be wayne should have really been top five in 2006 if we being honest but it's like he has to keep fighting because he fight in New York. You know, New York still has it. You know what I'm saying? it's mm. 50 in these guys, and I think he sees 50 in the mixtape game. He sees Dipset in the mixtape game, and he's like, okay, this is the way that I can just go, you know, build my fan base guerrilla style. On top of the fact of having the weight of, you know, cash money being left on his shoulders, and it's like, "Yo, I got to carry it and get this thing back to where, you know, I know it can be. Um, so I don't blame Wayne for anything, but, you know, I look I, – I always saw the effects – of like, this is gonna get I knew, like I knew the I knew I told niggas in 07, like I I'll never forget saying to my friends, like he's gonna have an issue financially ten years from now. He's gonna and like soon as it happened, niggas was hitting me like, dog, you dead ass said that shit. I was like, I saw it. Because it was like you're you you're overworking and you're not being compensated for what you're really producing out here. Eventually, even with all the money in the world that they can give you, you're gonna be like, Nah though. Like I deserve more than that because every artist we see today is a little version of me. Well, one of his biggest
0: albums was in caught in litigation for Yeah. A long time. Carter Three's was in litigation. I don't even know if it's clear, but I just know somebody that wrote on it in what, five, six, seven years that passed and he still hadn't been paid from it. So yeah, just, I mean, you gotta think about that too. Just cause it's a studio album still don't I mean everything is it was a lot of business clear properly. I just think a lot of the Stuff on his end, while he went financial issues is one bad money management, and then two, not knowing a hundred percent of what your deal is in your business.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't speculate on that. No, I'm,
0: just, I'm mean? just saying, outside looking in, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's more of what it is. Except for there was no grievance until there was a grievance, right? you got thinking about what PDD in the locks, yeah, right? Yeah. It was a grievance early. Like, wait a minute. My money do not make sense now. Yeah, facts. But if somebody is I mean, it's also
1: different when you come on as a child.
0: But yeah, yeah. but I'm saying if somebody's steadily funding a lifestyle for you yeah, and you're it's... not worried about anything to the point where now when Lil Wayne speaks, it's almost like he's really not of this world in any kind of way. I just I just look at it like that. Like, y'all. No, I,
1: I definitely agree, but I also just look at it from just hand to hand hustling. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to the streets and giving out free crack. A weed man is not going to give you a free pound of weed. Like, you know what True. I'm saying? So it's just. There was also a desperation of like, yo, I gotta be heard and I'ma flood this shit. Like, I remember the interview. I'll never forget the interview where he was like, you know, music should be free. I looked at I remember literally being like, Yo, what the fuck are you talking about, nigga? Like, <laughs> what? Like, but
0: but that goes back to what I said, that
1: man but that means But that's because you didn't he have just, to pay for the shit. But he just life. loves doing
0: what he loves to do. I so feel that, he don't he don't he's not and that's why I say the financial woes come from not knowing your business because he doesn't look at music as a business. He looks like, at it as a passion. Like, yeah, cause artist. even even the way you look at how the the young money situation was created, it was more like I like all these people. No, nah, true come shit. Come rap with me. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was true almost shit. like, well I'll give you a deal to be my friend type situation. I'm not saying that's what it was, yeah, but from when you really look at the bigger picture of that, like yeah. that that man really don't care. Like, like like Lil Wayne one of them people to me that as long as I got somewhere that's fly to lay my head. I can and go I can buy record. whatever when I need to and I and I can record. Like even when they show him when he was doing his interviews and he's in his studio, you could tell that studio's designed for him never to leave those. No, and, and they, two they talk rooms. about it.
1: You know what I'm saying? They talk about it. So I mean, I definitely agree, you know, but just in the grand scheme of the conversation, it's just like it hurt. It hurt the future of the game. Mm. As as you know what I'm saying, because it diluted the quality.
0: You don't think we just gave too much weight to to. That his opinion or how he did things? No,
1: I think he, I think he occupied the space. He took the weight. Mm. I think people got to understand, like, you, it's like, did we give too much weight to Michael Jordan? Nah, nigga, Jordan took over the game. Kobe took over the game. Like, Lil Wayne you know, took over the game. LeBron took over the game. Steph Curry has taken over the game. It's like, nah, nobody gave that hype, even though we keep trying to play like they're giving them hype. It's like, nah, nigga, he changed the way motherfuckers shoot and play basketball. And facts, you couldn't man. stop it you know what i'm saying so it's the same thing with wayne he fucking maximized the game and it was like yo if you didn't follow suit like i remember ross diving heavy in the mixtape game after that because he was just he was around cash money it's like nigga if i don't drop as consistently as this nigga or at least stay in the conversation everybody's gonna lose if we're gonna be honest there's a lot of careers that folded because of the mixtape game like I feel like because T.I. failed to really embrace mixtapes, it hindered his career. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And by the time he came, because, you know, early on he did mixtapes, you know, in yeah. The Trap and all them, Volume 1 through 3, but in The Streets, Volume 1 through 3 and um, all of those things, you know, even The Leak. But then... He
0: kind of had legal woes that kind of stopped that that yeah, process, he, too. You know,
1: the label, and it was like that that kind of hindered. So then when, you know... I'm talking about going to jail. I don't talk about... you. That's what I was going to say. Like, when, when he went to jail and, you know, he came out and he finally tried to embrace it, even his approach to it, you know, fuck a mixtape was like, I get it. I get essentially what you're saying. Like, you know, fuck this free shit, but... He's on your side for sure. You'd rather get paid for your art. Yeah, but also, it was like, nigga, you don't got the power to say that. Like, Mm. like you can't stand on that. You know what I'm saying? Because, first off, you outnumbered. Second off, you fighting for your career back, for your position back. You see what I'm saying? And the game has changed. So... And a lot of times, you know, that, that adapt conversation. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And what we got to do. So then when you had a generation up under it that's coming through, it's like, all they know is mixtapes. They don't understand the value of an album. You see what I'm saying? Because okay. they I didn't come that. up under it. So it's like, all right, fucking, I'm going to just do this mixtape, and I'm going to get on. That's, what you, that's the meme that we've been listening to for the last 10 years. Yeah, my boyfriend finna drop his mixtape type shit. You know what I'm saying? The rapper with the mixtape. Oh, man, will you play my mixtape? And it's just... <laughs> It it dilutes the quality of hey you know a lot of demo style work is released nobody's putting their best effort for it anymore you're getting lucky one offs you know what I'm saying and for it sure. may carry you to something but then it's like okay when you running with that now you're also further disrupting the natural order of things because okay you got a lucky one off of a mixtape you don't really have a follow up single but you get twenty five a night off this record. And then every kid who sees it, just how we talked about, you know, the kid who... Appropriation of rap, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah It starts happening then. It's like, okay, you can get 25000 a night you just got a dope song? Bet. Fuck that. Let's just make a mixtape, 10 songs. Hopefully, I'll make one that's dope. I ain't really no rapper. I ain't really no artist. You know, Gucci adds to that. It's a flood of the market, and it's great Go- because...
0: Gucci, Gucci Gucci might got a little Wayne Gucci beat. really does it. <laughs> Gucci's really the one. Gucci was but, behind bars dropping four five but mixtapes. The difference between one Gucci
1: night, is Gucci's a CEO and Gucci yeah. was getting paid. I believe it. Gucci yeah. was getting paid. You feel what I'm saying? And was making it like Gucci really took that Houston approach to it. You know what I'm saying? Of just yeah. he made that mixtape the independent album. Out the trunk, yeah. Out the trunk type shit, that masterpiece shit. Whereas to like with Wayne, it was like you were. Like when we let's just break down a dichotomy of the fact that you're assigned major artists, you you're right, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and you're giving away this much free music. When you're looking at Gucci, it's like you weren't really a major artist, we don't get the major artist Gucci until State versus Roger Davis, which is really years past what we would call his prime, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. So it's like it's it's it, it affects the game, and then you see a QC, you know, to just bring it full circle, and where they're coming in, and it's like, yo, you know. We knew. Like, you knew. Even if you didn't understand it, it's like, you can't deny Hannah Montana. You couldn't deny what these things was doing in the streets. Even Versace. Like, when Versace hit, rap changed. Let's that wasn't, just that wasn't QC yet. That was just P and Migos.
0: That was just, uh, matter of fact, I think that's when they was under Gucci, if I'm not mistaken, around that time.
1: I can't. I, can't, I, don't, I don't know the, I don't remember the, that. P,
0: P went around until probably No Label 2. If I'm not mistaken, bro, I, don't, I don't, cause that's where you start, they start wearing the QC chains, but them early records was, I can't say, was I in, can't almost or independent or
1: records. I can't conform or deny. Not I to say that he wasn't in the background. I'm just saying yeah, as Yeah, I think as, he was around. I'm talking about I the remember. outward presence of what, with how what they QC ran around. QC was, yeah, like the yeah. label and things of that nature. No, I think they was definitely being managed, but even still with that, it's like, you know what the Drake co-sign does for niggas today. You know what I'm saying? I still feel like, you know, Versace did more, miss. Versace did more for Drake than it did for Migos. In a lot of ways. Oh, yeah, it gave
0: him another style to, to yeah. apply to,
1: you know, how you, how how you, you do his thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was just, it was one of the moments. And then it's like, even for that, you get past Versace. Because Versace's huge. If we talking just a quick run, Hannah Montana, Versace, this type of shit. But then there's like another three, four year run of just consistent hits from these guys. Yeah, When you hear No Label 2, that was where I really became a fan. Prior yeah, to that, me too. I didn't I, really, yeah, I didn't really I care like, about the stuff. I with it, but then when I heard No like, when I heard Fight That, I was like, I mean, I played the music, but I'm not gonna say I was like yeah, tapped in. Like No Label Two was the one that I turned across. said, like, oh, these niggas is it, bro? And still to keep going through that, you know? And, and I know they had the 300 deal. They you had, know their problem is right now to me.
0: The songs are too long. True. The songs are too long because they're all trying to be on the record. I think it's
1: just ear exhaustion.
0: Well, well, that too. And then, like, it's so, like, repetitive of how yeah. they rap. Like, I always, I always say when I, when I listen to the Migos, I think about when he was a little kid with the little the, uh, sing-along videos with the bouncing. <laughs> with the bouncy. Yeah, like, I always, I always think about that, bro. But I just feel like their songs are too long. And I feel I, like that's what...
1: Well, I think one of the things about the Migos is this. And it's hard to do. It's hard to do. Let me say that first. But these guys were trendsetters and are trendsetters. Yeah, for sure. Like, right. probably the most influential trendsetters of our era. When you talk about style and sound, like even you know we give Future a lot of credit too. You know what I'm saying? But Atlanta in general, but from lingo to cadence to style to the big gaudy jewelry, like hip hop's always had it. But even the way Migos did it kind of shifted it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was they were so trendsetting for so long. And they never really got the respect, so it's like it's crazy because by the time you get the culture, it's like they're treated like new artists, and it's like, bro, you realize these guys are damn near ten years deep in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's fucking unfair. So now it's like not that they're on the surface. I don't. I wouldn't want to say they burned out, but I think it's like for the they could be. You know what I'm saying? It could also be a situation where it's like you know you guys are. I I think exhaustion yeah see I think I think it's more of like a fan fatigue too yeah like we've heard you guys for 10 years y'all really ran a decade in this shit like seriously if we considering it and
0: they all came out with individual projects then they gave you another project together I don't
1: know and it's hard for them to change the style now cause they've changed so many styles it's like it's hard to be original dog when everybody bites your fucking wave yeah. Like, and, and so you got to push to be but even I, more original.
0: I, I was going to say to you, too, about the comments you made earlier about us creating things, I also think we're very guilty of abandoning things we create, too. True. And very I think that's so. why sometimes it plays into those things not flourishing into what they could be. I mean, that and then that's not understanding IP and stuff like that. Just it, True. It, it, own intellectual property or whatever. But True. I don't know. I feel like sometimes with Amigos, I, I think they also curse
1: themselves by... Trying to make continuation projects. I'm not a big fan of sequels. I think but I think you gotta you just spend a block. Like it, it yeah. stays in the same pocket. It's it's the mixtape yeah. format. It's but you, like but
0: they, I I think sometimes it's mentally, right? Psychologically, when you like case in point, they talking about Usher's next album which Might be Confessions 2
1: Right I think they scrapped it they got I mean
0: I, I, I'm just saying But that was the That was the word on the block Right Yeah Now think about Just the The anticipation You would go into Listening to that project bro. I have no you, anticipation No I'm just saying But, but the, average the average consumer Would be Would be so like Oh it's gonna be like 05 And then you get it I'm gonna it. be
1: honest with you I think I don't think I think that's the thing That's changed too I don't think people Anticipate sequels And things like that anymore Like I don't think we are that excited because you gotta also understand there's a generation gap. Like maybe 40-year-old well, no, niggas. For sure, be like, but I, yeah.
0: I, I'm talking about more of what his fan base is. I'm not so much yeah, arguing I mean, new people.
1: No, nah, I'm with you, but even still, it's like there's a split in that fan base. You understand what I'm saying? Like there's a split because if you're in college when when that shit comes out, you're a fan of Usher. His his reach was super wide, but I'm in middle school when that project comes out. So for me, my mentality is like, yeah, I want to hear, it, but I don't give a fuck. Like, please don't call it part two. And then for the people that probably was like, this was the album of my fucking defining moment. I was they, in high school, so they may feel that way. But then I feel like today, that's almost like a death sentence to your project. The minute you call it part two of anything, well,
0: well that's what I'm saying, bro. There's gonna be anticipation regardless, bro, because you because you are creating a sequel of it, regardless of. Cause it happens with movies all the time, bro. They they'll wait ten years before they put another version of the movie out. But you judge it as hard as the first, the one, first one. That's what I'm saying. Like bad Bad Boys two to Bad Boys three, bro. There's a there's a large gap, bro. Fucking Twenty year. Gap, That's bro. what I'm saying, bro. But it was still you were excited. There was an excitement to go see it. There was and you and you critiqued it as such. So I think the same kind thing of, happens with music. Yeah. And now with the span of time being even shorter with that. If you're not as if you not as groundbreaking as the first version of it,
1: not true. It's but gonna I kill think, you. I think for certain artists like the Migos, I just you know it's like we've been talking about it's it's mixtape culture, bro. Like you got to think like they made their name off mixtapes. What do you do with a mixtape? Hey man, fuck all the marketing, like yeah, no just call that shit part out. two. Yeah, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Whatever. And it's back to Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, you know I'm saying? Yeah, fuck that shit. What's the name of the song? I don't know. Some shit. Y'all name it. And you know what I'm saying? Pull up the next beat type shit. So it's like there's a, there's a complete negate of the quality and the process of the art and how to. Like that's where Drake comes in and shoots above everybody in his era. Okay. From the packaging alone, the cover art the process of how you put this mixtape together niggas can talk all that shit like yo nigga i was going to be drake yo i was hot before there's a clear difference between so far gone and the warm up and more about nothing and finally famous and all these. there's a clear difference you niggas was doing mixtapes he was doing albums that he called mixtapes there's a complete difference. And then Flash. after that, everybody started doing album style mixtapes. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Wayne was the only purist in the game post So Far Gone with like a no ceilings and shit like that still just doing classic mixtapes. But let's keep it a book. Let's have a deeper conversation. After So Far Gone, <laughs> Wayne's mixtape run starts to get shaky. Real cold. Come on now. Real cold. You, you You almost didn't care anymore. Yeah. Because the mixtape was changed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... For, for for guys who came up in it, even when I listen to No Label, like No Label Two to me was like it really should have been an album. You know what I'm saying? It re- like you hear all these records off of it. It's just like God damn nigga, you niggas is giving out bangers, and okay. this bitch on live mixtapes. All right, better even
0: even even better question as you dive into that, right? So you've named you've named several projects that could have been albums, right? You, yeah. even, you even get those Big shines Detroit One Detroit in there, right? It's definitely so. Do album. you so do you do you think? Maybe by the time the artist gets to the quote unquote debut album, that they might just be spent. They might just yeah, be like, most times, I,
1: I think the here biggest, you go. <laughs> I think that's happened to so many artists. I think even with, even in my own career, just to put myself on the chopping block. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, well, yeah, you 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 can easily I've, get in this conversation. I, you know I've done it. You know, I one of my biggest sacrifices was the June tape. So, all right, so.
0: Further question, why didn't you just name one of these albums regardless of you having a label or not?
1: Because if you understand metrics behind it, like, you know, once you call it an album, you now getting clocked for sales. Okay. And if you ain't selling much, then the label going to look at you and be like, uh. I got you. You know what I'm saying? So I give you that. That's one side of it. The other side of it is just like we didn't really have the resources. You know, you wanted to be heard. So, like, with the June tape, for example, I knew what it was when I made it. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to save it, but it was like, yo, I got to leverage this to get in the game. And that was the position of every rapper in the 2000s and 2010s. Gotcha. You ended up having to leverage your project. Like, I've always used Wiz Khalifa as an example. Like, Wiz is the hands down the most anticipated rapper other than Drake, if you're talking 09. This is why Drake reaches out for the tour, the whole nine. Cushion Orange Juice is revolutionary. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, what we end up getting with Rolling Papers was, like, one of the biggest upsets... Left turn. ...in rap history. And it's, like, all I could think to myself is, like, you're talking about a guy who gave you Prince of the City, flight school, all it Like, he's been giving you movies the whole time. And then you get to the label door, and it's like, okay, not only do you might have ideas, but now you're trying to play label politics when, realistically, your process of creation... I'm even going through it now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Your process of creation... Is this way, and now you got a bunch of experts who don't know your fucking brand, didn't build your brand, wasn't in the trenches with you, and they in this motherfucker experts telling you like, "Yo, you need to do this record to go this way." Or Not you the hard this, quotes on experts. Yeah, you need to do this, <laughs> and because you want to, you want your career to work. You know, I applaud Wiz for it because it's like, you know what? Uh, you know, let's be open minded. I ain't get here being closed minded, but then it's a point where it's like, do you double down on your brand? Or do you not? And everybody takes that hit. It's that line, you know, Drake always referenced to, you know, slip up and shoot the wrong fucking video, and they think they can market you however yeah. they decide to. You hear Taylor Autodice, you know, hey, man, Wiz is still there. Yeah, but I mean, th-
0: it, was, it was still signs on the album, but the album was definitely, like, yeah, uh, lead time. Right? But look
1: at where his career goes from there. You hear, like, this, oh, Wiz is a case study, dog. Like, okay, look at where down. his career goes from there. It's like, okay, you do the debut, you come back with Taylor Autodice, you're right back on the money. Hands down, one of the best mixtapes of that era. One of your best projects ever. Tell All The Dice is a classic, right?
0: It's in my top 10.
1: But then you turn around, and we get Only in First Class, and then your career does this split where it's like you do albums, and then you do mixtapes. And your fans love the Cabin Fevers and the this, this, and that. Yeah, you gave, me, albums, gave me another Cabin Fever you know with and Holiday. Yeah, yeah, albums are starting to get to just, okay, Wizards well, album album? And it splits the creative process of a typical artist, and it's like, You know, Jay don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Tip didn't have to do that. Jeezy didn't have Jeezy did it, but it was like you could be consistent on your brand. Now, granted, that's not all the label fault. Yeah, That could be an artist's fault, right? But I also think it's a sign of the times. It's like that's what Cole fought for, if we want to be honest. That's what Cole fought for. After Friday Night Lights, Cole is like, yo, with all due respect, Rock Nation suck my dick. You niggas don't fucking know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and I got to fight for my career. Otherwise, you're gonna, you're gonna lame me out on the surface, and then I'm gonna be this mixtape guy. You know what I'm saying? That just got to keep dropping my best projects as mixtapes, and then we never get a 2014.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: you know what I'm saying. So it's like I think, I think that mixtape shit. I applaud everybody who navigated through it. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't easy. How you feel about Meek coming out of that? I. You know one thing about Meek is like. Project to project, and I will honestly say this, I'm not the hugest Meek Mill fan, but I've always liked this project, with the exception of the first album. Um, I didn't really care for Dreams of Nightmare other than the intro, but like, um, Dreams Worth More Than Money and Championship and... and
0: "Championship" is and, my favorite, but... Yeah, I,
1: Championship. Even the last one, Expensive Paint." You know, I, I understand why people didn't like project. it, but I loved it. I thought it was really dope. Um, I think Meek kind of has that T-I thing where it's like, you know, Trouble kind of always interrupts some of the things that he does, you know what I'm saying, and some, some of the progress that he's made. But I think even with Meek, he had, Meek had the potential to have the greatest grip on it. Because when you look at the Dream Chaser run, like Phenomenal. Phenomenal, <laughs> nigga. Phenomenal. Damn near flawless. When you hear Dream Chaser 3, it's like... Nigga, you hit two. Wait, 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 which one is, is two the one with Amen and all the, all the bangers on it?
0: I think that's two, yeah. Two, when you,
1: I remember I heard two, I, I was two like. think two is the
0: one that really, really made people Meek Mill fans. Yeah, it
1: was like, nigga, whoa, this nigga is gone, you know what I'm saying? And then, again, you get to the debut album, and it's like, I remember hearing the debut, like, bro, all of these records on the mixtape should have been <laughs> on this fucking album. But it's the situation where you're not big enough give out, and it's. It's that give and take, like nigga, and I know every artist go through it. I know they did. I know I I I didn't even have to be in the rooms to just know you're in a room and you cutting this shit and you like, yo, put that shit on a mixtape. And niggas you looking at niggas like, You sure, nigga? Like, I'm telling you, dog, put it on a mixtape, like fuck it. And then you start getting the albums where they resurface these records, and by the time they resurface them, they oh, they've been out for two years. The album's not that impressive. And like I say, that shit just goes to strategy, dog. Like, mm. it's one day we're gonna have a conversation about the genius of OVO and just how these niggas fucking navigated through this fucking madness and was able to really do this shit flawless. Like, we, we can do a next episode for sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nah, for sure. But in general, man, um, the mixtape. I think Meek. There's still music appreciation
0: by the way. No, we, sure. we, down we, all of that. we just yeah, yeah. we just <laughs>
1: topping down, you know, the game one of the greatest eras, you know, in music. I I definitely think, you know, the mixtape era is equivalent to that early nineties run of just like mm. some of the greatest projects and game shifting music that we ever seen. You know, right now we're in murky waters and it's really I feel like we in the B list, like we in the red shirt game, everything's the D League. You know what I'm saying? Right now, it's no real Good God! Yeah, but I'm that's just being honest. A, Everything's that's a, a hell deal. of a statement, brother. Everything's the deal. Like, what's really special other than little baby out here? What's really special? Like,
0: I don't know. I mean, I would even say that he's even like kind of losing the.
1: I think it's early. I think, like I said, I got. No, a lot I don't of fame think his career is over. What yeah, I, what, yeah, I, what I, what I mean is, baby. I'm talking
0: about like it being a special thing, and I'm only speaking from my side of playing records out and about. Not. Not so much speaking about what people enjoy in their cars and stuff like that because mm-hmm. that's something we'll never know because we're not with people all sure, day long. But sure. just seeing how, kind of go back to what I said earlier about interacting with music, bro. It just, I don't know. Like you said, performance is, is a dying thing and and all of those, you know, and that notion. But I don't know. I just see, like, nothing being special anymore. I feel like now it's just, it's so, you could argue, I I, you, you, no, you, you could argue let me say this, you can argue this about music, bro. We integrated music so much into our life that it it, it lost its wallpaper. Its, yeah, it's, it's lost its its shininess, right? It's kind of like you wear your chain every day, you don't think about that chain no more. Yeah. You wear your watch every day, you don't think about your watch anymore. Like you get in your car, your your car just plays something, you don't think about it anymore. So
1: I, the only reason why, and I agree because like I said to you earlier, you know, essentially it's wallpaper, but I don't think it's it doesn't have the ability to be special. I don't think we're at a place where it's just... I
0: don't think it's a total loss. I'm not saying that whatsoever. I
1: think think we're just in that transition of what's the next special thing. And I think right now, everybody is trying to be weird. And I said this before. I think...
0: Define weird, though, bro.
1: Like, Andre 3000 wasn't weird to me. He was original. But then when everybody tries to be under three thousand, That's when it becomes weird? Then it's weird. Okay. Because now it's like, okay... Like I've said before, when everybody wants to be a robot, the human is going to be cool. You okay. see what I'm saying? So,
0: like, so you think once everybody jumps in the metaverse, not being in the metaverse like will make Yeah, cool. I think
1: that's going to be the shit. Because like, even Dre is like, okay, Dre went from being this to people like, yo, he's different. He's always been different, but it's like now the least you, now it's a real spectacle when you see Andre, because he's the most normal he's ever been. You know what I'm saying? now this nigga wearing Jordan, whatever fours, uh, whatever ones he be wearing, walking around just with a backpack on and a flute and a flute, <laughs> just kicking it. And though it's different, it's very just human shit. You know what I'm saying? And you used to seeing Dre with green outfits on and, Shoulder pads and you know what I'm saying, just wild shit. And it's like, I think in general, I remember and we first kind of started tapping into this in like the 09 Lady Gaga era, that Nicki Minaj era, where it was just like, okay, how awkward can we be? You know what I'm saying? So now I see it happening again with the little Nas X and uh in, in this the the thing of like let's just push this, let's try to figure out something new in this space. And it's like it's not really new. But then mm. when I see like a Ray I'm like, okay, damn, the skinny girl got back in a a game full of ass shots. I bet said that was coming back. The skinny chick is coming back. You know what I'm saying? That Just the the natural beauty is coming back. And it's like, so, you know, it's that pendulum is swinging again. So I think we're finding special moments. Like, I'm going to always just – I'm going to always throw Lucky Day's name in the conversation just because I know what he's doing for R&B. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm seeing it in real time, and it's like, my nigga – you know, that's special to do that in this time, you know, and, and to redefine it. When I first heard Rose somewhere, I was like, I just think everybody hasn't tapped
0: in yet with that. though. And
1: yeah, and they're going to grow into it. And I think I think maybe the way that we receive music is definitely going back to that 70s era, that 60s era, where it's like, you know, the collectors, the crate diggers, where it's like, yo, you never really heard this Willie Hutch album. Or you never really heard this unless your mama had it in the crates type shit or your grandmama had it. Like, it's going to get back to where people just start picking their fruit again. We're already here You know what I'm saying People are personally Picking their fruits And then I think That's what's gonna fuck I think even for you You know what I'm saying As we go to the clubs We sitting in the booth I've noticed that it's like And I would challenge you To do this You know what I'm saying I know it's probably Politics behind it But I've been saying it For years And I challenge my Personal DJs to do this too I'm like nigga fuck the system like my conversation with my guys all the time even when we're creating is like fuck the rules create what you want to create when you're in the set play with the fuck you want to fucking play like yeah. because once you start doing that you start realizing like people actually like more what the fuck you like well no, well, no.
0: I, I i i say you could do that right because i yeah. do do it but there's a time and place for it that's the only that's right. the only, that's that's the, the the only thing about it. that you know what i'm saying? Because if just from a standpoint of, unless you throw to your own events, right now, if it comes to a situation right. where I'm throwing my own events, yeah, I'll play whatever. I I might just play Spotify all night, but selection radio, yeah, man. yeah. But it's 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 yeah, opening and closing are yeah, your yeah. times to really kind of get shit off. Where yeah I
1: what you fit it, man. Like, why not? Why 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 haven't you? Because to me, I think. Well, I do. You, I mean, you no, gotta think. No, bro. What I mean is this: like when I say why haven't you? Why haven't you started just throwing your own events? Like, I think that's the future of it. Because when you go see... Like, that's what EDM did years ago. I'm
0: I'm with you. It's just, for me, more of the financial risk when there's other things I want to do with money, right? I don't... I feel it. I'm not so much, like, stuck in this space of, like, music has to be the thing to pay for for, my life. No, it's still a passion there. But I also just learned that, all right, cool. Music has opened the doors to a lot of my other businesses, bro. Like, so... It'll always have that special place because it's the foundation of everything. But at the same time, it's like, all right, cool. I can go risk twenty thousand dollars on something, but how I'm gonna feel about it afterwards?
1: But see, that's the thing. Now, now we getting into the conversation of suit talk.
0: What you well, think? What yeah. you're saying is
1: valid. You know what I'm saying? But that's also when we talk about the state of music. That's what's ruining music. No, I, I no, know I, I, I definitely,
0: like, I definitely understand because because my argument is always with with anybody that I do anything with right now is how do we change the experience of this thing so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not that my mind doesn't run there but i also understand that business runs the world you know what i'm saying so it's kind of like you it has to be a balance of the suit talk right, because if not it. then you know we'll just be throwing money at the wall and hoping that
1: i think that's the beauty of like the puffs man and the people that we really loved that set the tone for us even the little faces And, and those labels, like what we keep talking about even QC, but I think QC's great at it too. It Um, was
0: a, it was a timing thing though. You got to look at the times too. right? I'll take QC out of it. I use the first people you use. You got to think about how free things were, how free and guerrilla things were able to be done. Right. Think about you live in, you live in Atlanta now, bro. you can't even go stand in front of a public library and film without having to have a permit. You can't stand in these, all these places, right? But life back then was so free guerrilla. You could do whatever. But you I feel, could,
1: I'm going to be honest with you. I got to disagree. I got to disagree. And the reason why I got to disagree is because I think...
0: And don't use internet because the internet is not as guerrilla as we use it, as we think it but is, bro. I
1: think at the end of the day, it is, though. Like, it's the metric for everything. We find everything I, through the internet. I get you. But so, this, this, is, this is also... It's not as raw as it used to be. But that's
0: what I mean, bro. That freedom. There's there's and there's, the And there's... And there's beauty in that freedom. There's, there's bliss in that ignorance, bro. We're too educated now. Even with P and them, they came in. Coach had all this knowledge already from dealing with Jeezy. Mm-hmm. P had all this money from doing whatever he was doing out and about. So you, you their freedom is different, right? Financials is the new freedom versus back. And now if you have the money, because right now, like if I say I said Crown, I was calling your real name. Yeah. I said crown, if you wanna, if, if I give you a million dollars right now, yes, we can make you look like a superstar. We can give you every yeah, video for guys. every song, hire whatever you need it. And that's the that's the new thing that everybody runs with. So the more money you have, the easier it is for them to expose yourself. I don't
1: think I think it's just a different. I think the metric has changed. And I think what what we're saying is essentially right, but I think the way we're approaching it is different. I think money guys need to go back to being money guys and creators need to go back to being creators. The problem is creators are trying to be money guys and money guys are trying to be creatives. And that shit is murking and it's only affecting our community. Because yeah. when I see other communities, okay. they're balancing it. Like, are, okay, are they, a, 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 Red Bull, they, a Red Bull a Red will say, hey, my nigga, I know how to market. Blast, go do music. I'm not telling you how to write a song. Like. But we
0: don't know that, bro. We don't know. I can guarantee we, you we Red Bull we...
1: is not telling Blast how to make music because I'm, I'm gonna tell I'm, you
0: why. I'm not saying they tell them how to make music, but we don't it, we don't know what's what what the process or how involved it is. Because you gotta also play this with business. The more percentage involved in something, the more say so I have in it. So if all that's we know is just the backing. That's all it could be. It's kind of like with, but with that's what it needs to be. It needs to be. I get you, backing. but but everybody case in point in your in your space, bro, like yeah. Percentage-wise, you need somebody to have a bigger percentage than you hold in the situation, which means that some just because of the resources you need, right or wrong. Not necessarily. Okay, but but the average person, you're you're educated in this too, so you have to take yourself out of this. But the average person coming into this game, bro, doesn't have as much knowledge as you're running around with
1: because you've you've done what they call trial and error. True, but listen, the knowledge that I have and the trial and error has also been a hindrance to me. I get you. You just because but, when I'm around, it's, it's like, applied jadedness to you. I understand. Not that. even jadedness. It's just been a hindrance. I'm around a bunch of young kids every day, and they're millionaires. And I'm like, how are you niggas millionaires? And it's like, this isn't as deep as we keep making it. It's literally content, content, content. Put a little bit of money. I'm like, yo, how did you build your brand up to this? I watched a nigga jump twenty thousand followers in two weeks. I got. He's you. He's like, I just. I'm. It's like, bro, the corporate. But on the same side of it, I've also watched them have very short careers at the same time. Yeah, but it's like we—that's inevitable for anybody right now. Nobody's having 10, 15 career, I'm, fifteen year careers now.
0: But then you have to. Then it negates a lot of what we talked about because it's still possible, right or wrong. I don't think so. So you saying nobody can have a ten year run in I anything?
1: I think we are at the Nostrad- was it Nostradamus or who, who's the nigga um, Confucius, whoever the fuck said it? Like, at some point, everybody had a fifteen minutes of fame. Like, I think we're at that place now where it's like, yo. Like, name like you just said it to yourself. Like, you just say, you know, little baby is considered, like, you know, it's starting to—the wave is a little bit teetering. And it's hard to say. I, I believe I he'll said, be what here, what but— I, what I was, I
0: don't, I'm not saying he won't be here. I said—we use the word special. We can't, can't mix up the conversation. Yeah, special. We use the word special. That doesn't mean that your career doesn't keep running. But what I'm saying with these younger people we know that are making money fast, just as fast as they're making it, we're also seeing them burn out a lot faster because there is no, there is no structure being created to a lot of things that they do.
1: That's what I'm arguing. Right. That's but, one side of the coin because I, I can't you. say that for every artist. I'm not, I can I'm say not, there's I'm, a portion I'm, of that, but I'm then not I see speaking a lot every, of artists. You can
0: never speak for every of anything. But, but I'm saying statement. I see
1: a lot of artists who are actually like, like Yachty. Yachty is one of the greatest examples of it. It's like in general, you would think Yachty's burned out. But Yachty said it early, like, nigga, I'm getting a bag. Like, it's crazy. And the bag is still very much so long, and he's still very much so relevant, but he's relevant in different spaces. I also think he doesn't care about being the performer or being in the the foreground of it anymore. I don't think any of these kids do. Like, we just said, music is wallpaper. So it's like, in general, I think the experience is... When we say, okay, you want to get an artist that will last 10 years, the best way to do that is to find an artist, like a Blast. Blast is going to be here for 10 years. The reason why, whether he's the superstar or he just stays consistent in his brand, he's going to be here because at the end of the day, he has figured out his audience, his niche audience. Like, to me, rap has hit that EDM pocket where it's like, you know what I'm saying? If you don't really fuck with Diplo, you're not going to the concert. But you're not going to knock the fact that nigga, this nigga just packed out 30, 40 40,000 people in this fucking park. Dolo type shit, probably more more, than that, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I think we're in that era. I think the new superstar is defined, like, prime example, like Tyler the Creator is probably like the biggest example of it. It's like, you were this niche artist that if you didn't have a taste for him, you didn't really understand it, you know what I'm saying? But he still was, he managed to be on the surface for 10 years, you know what I'm saying? He managed to keep his videos going. You never really knew who was backing him, but they let him do what he did. And he kept doing what he did, and now look at the fruit of it. And now you got a guy who's two-time rap album of the year, which one of them was not a fucking rap album, (laughs) another conversation. And But you're now in this conversation of like, damn, nigga, when you look at it, like I hear a lot more people being like, you know, Tyler might actually be up in that conversation of like, you've been here for a long time. You've been like, you brought us Frank Ocean. You brought us this. You brought us that. You see what I'm saying? So I just think it's like, I think what's happening is, the, the business mind that we have and what we understand, I think you said it before, like, you know, we also are products of the time in which we came up. But Flex. one of the things that I'm learning now, especially with a lot of the cats that I'm spending time with, is like, yo, y'all see this shit so different, dog. And it's like, y'all are happy and y'all are legends and y'all are big. And it's like, we don't see it like that because our version of big was, nigga, this is Michael fucking Jackson. This is Usher and it's worldwide and it's one at a time. And right now, it ain't one at a time. Like it's so different in their approach. I've never looked at life like that, so yeah. I can't.
0: I can't agree with that statement whatsoever. I've never looked at that. Because there's always been multiple greats at a time, whether white, black, yeah. or, or in between. So I've never looked at it like that. My only argument is like foundation. When there's no stable foundation or structure created, things fall over. Things burn out. Things fizzle quicker than what they are. That's why I say that the freedoms that they had back in the day, in the in the expressiveness and being
1: more guerrilla with how you create it was was know, a gift i mean that goes against everything we just said for the mixtape era like i think that was one of the most freest eras ever you know what i'm saying like probably even more free than the 90s because you didn't have a label dictating shit
0: well no, that's what i said it, 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 i I'm, i didn't i didn't put a cap to when it yeah. changed I, didn't, I never put a cap to i i think more of now yes but I, i'm what i'm saying is with structure and all that like People, even, even with the whole mixtape thing and you jacking beats, people weren't so quick to sue you over stuff. Not people true. were, that, that's what I mean, true bro, true. Of, of being more gorilla with things. Now, if you do something and you don't have permission to do it, now there, you there definitely got to fight. These, with there the are shit. these crazy ramifications for
1: doing things. True that's shit. what I'm talking about. When you think, but I think that, like I say, there's a flip side to every coin. I think that turns into, and this is what I'm seeing, that's starting to turn into creativity. No, I'm to turn into like another level of to. like okay, bet, and that's the best thing ever because if that's the case, like even back in the day, like, like let's talk, let's talk 70s and 60s. Let's talk Motown format and how like you know one person, let's say Barry Gordy writes this record, Smokey Robinson writes this record. There's seven different acts cutting this record. Facts. But then what it does is when you want to stand out, it pushes you to not do a cover record on your album and try to make the most original cut. You can, right? That you can. And I think that's where we're starting to get again. I think music is gonna get to a place where it's like, now, how that shit's gonna happen and what it's gonna sound like, I can't all the way predict. But I do think this new wave of creativity. It won't be nothing we know sonically. For sure. Yeah, like, but I think this new wave of creativity, I think what I see right now is special. It's very special because everybody's like, yo, you know, and we've talked about it, like, you know, music's in a horrible place but what i know about music and things being in this weird space is like there is something cooking there is something so special that's that's in a fucking pot right now and when it hits it's going to shift see that, that's how i look at life though bro my yeah. all my success comes from from confusion yeah and that's yeah. that's how i look at this bro, right so. now i
0: don't i don't i don't i don't think it's just in a bad place as as originally right just from paying more attention to things now but I don't know. I, I mean, people definitely have to be creative again, but like you said, something earlier really about the suits and the creatives. You also got to realize that the creatives went, went and found out how to get rich too. But that's what so, I'm saying. So it's so like the suits. It's it's at but at some point in time, whether you're a creative or a business person, so I have to be both. No, everybody I, has to be I, both I, now. Not necessarily. Some people are still fortunate enough to go put people in place to
1: where they could just. I mean, you example, right? If if if, if it was up to you, you would just go be talent. No, never. I can no, never just You have be talented. an understanding, but you No, I would never just be talent. That's just not how I was designed. That's part of the issue. Like I've never just been just talent. I got a marketing mind, you know what I'm saying? The people that I've yeah. always molded myself under I think under, you, I think you take I think you're taking what I'm saying too literal. No, nah, but I mean like I would I would always play both roles is what I'm telling you. Like I would have always done it because I think like an executive. You understand what I'm saying? Like I don't think like an artist. I don't live I I got army parents, dog, so I could never just be a full-form creative. Like it was like there's structure to everything that I do. There's a system, and I gotta consider all parts. Who, what, when, where, why is better in my DNA. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, like I know pure creators, creators who would just be talent. Like even if I wanted to just be talent, my nature wouldn't allow me. I would lose my mind. You just said that to me, like last week. You were like, nigga, this shit is a lot easier. Like, bro, I don't know how to do that. You know what I'm saying? So no, I just told you, you try to take too much control of things. That's what I told
0: you. Okay, that, that, then. That, that what is the t-
1: but that's a suit. But,
0: I mean, but. I don't know i i i think if we were afforded luxury because i'm the same way but i've also learned that for me to progress in life that i have to fall back true i can't true do every role i can't i can't i'll drive myself crazy same. and nothing will happen nothing will move forward true statement. like so that's what i'm saying if we were all afforded this luxury I don't, i'm not saying that you would not be involved
1: i think i think the thing is like i don't think it's a matter of being afforded the luxury anymore i think it's a matter of just assuming it like i feel like We were taught that we needed to be afforded certain luxuries. And, you know, and I'm just, I'm so adamant about what I'm saying because I'm like, I am watching kids live their wildest dreams in the most unorthodox ways. And it's like the root level of all of it is, nigga, fuck that. Like, no, nigga, that's not how it has to go. That's not, like, yes, I can be both. No, I don't need your opinion. No, you're not right. And I think there's a power struggle in music, specifically, that puts that has us in this weird place because there's a lot of people that's still sitting in these places trying to hold on to some, like, in my mind, and this is what I just had, I said in a meeting, if you're trying to do anything, and I do mean absolutely anything, how it was done before COVID in the quarantine you are a fucking idiot. See, I, I, I'm not arguing under that. No, my, facts. My, my, but my, my argument is structured, is structured to anything. My argument is structured. I dig it, but I think the I'm structure not, I'm is... I'm not arguing
0: re- anything I, has to be done how it was I done. I think the
1: structure is being restructured, is what I'm trying to say to you. Like, I do think you're still going to have business, but I think the way we conduct conducting business, and we, we can't say the internet is changing the world and then business ain't changing. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way I'll that we're conducting that, business is changing, and I think a lot of the times it's the power struggle that we're dealing with is old systems and structures versus new systems and structures and old systems and structures don't want to die. They, they're on their six heart transplant. I give you that. And I mean, then they're, they're trying not to get out of the way. And I think in the, in our gap, cause we're in the gap. The reality of it is we're in a gap. What you just said to me. No, you know, facts. We are
0: the most confusing yeah, generation that there is to the live gap. in.
1: And you, you just said the realest thing to me. Like we talk about it all the time. He's like, you know, the businessman in me is like, yo, what I want? How would I feel after spending this? Well, that's not even a
0: businessman in me, bro. Because that's just the nature of who
1: you are. That's no me losing money
0: is more of I've worked too hard to get here. That's that's what it is. It has and, and it see, has, for, for has av- nothing has nothing to do with business to me at that point.
1: But see, for the average person, like when a label is putting out a project. They're not looking at money they're going to lose. They're already expecting it. Facts. But that's the thing. That's what, you what I'm saying. saying.
0: You're asking me why I didn't do something. It's I, more of an emotional thing for me. That's it's what not, I'm saying. It has nothing
1: to do with but business. But then you thing. have a lot of people who are in powerful positions that look at this shit how you look at it. You understand what I'm saying? And uh, that shit is what's fucking this shit up. It's like...
0: I get you. That's why I'm glad I've never been in a position to gatekeep. Because yeah. I, I would I would get out the way gladly. But yeah. I I tell everybody, I'm not, not, I'm not the old guy in the room, but I'm also not trying to play I'm not trying to keep up with, with the new shit. But at the same time, what I think really fucks up the system completely is that nobody's trying to find middle ground. And I think, that's all I think, I'm saying. I think middle ground is whats is what we're really missing in all of this. Yeah, is because facts. you have... Because you got to think, I got sisters in two other generations, so I look at it like they're fighting for something, but at the same time,
1: I feel like there's knowledge to be gained on both sides. I think the beauty of what we do here... And I, I've said this even with, like, what I'm about to present to the world. I've always said I think we're the bridge. Here as in? Like, us as in sincerely fitted. You okay, know what man. we talk about here? I think these conversations are just to push. We're the bridge. I, I'm with you. I, 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 I believe we're you. the bridge. I believe we are the middle ground. And I think if we – that's the reason why I fought against the jadedness, and I'm out of it now because it's like, okay – you have to go through it. And I think every artist goes through it. Everybody goes, I think even with Jay, like when you look at Jay and you look at Rock Nation and him retiring, I think that was a start of him being the middle ground of like, okay, this system is bullshit. Let me go figure out Def Jam. All right, th- yeah, this is really bullshit. Let me create a middle ground. You see what I'm saying? Right. And I think that's where we are. Like even as a generation, I feel like, you know, we we we, we come from an era And we're young enough to see what's coming, and we're old enough to know what was, and we're this bridge. And I think it's really up to us to be the ones to be like, yo, okay, I get your perspective, I get yours. That's why I love Cole's middle child record, because I'm like, yo, my nigga. Yeah, it's a perfect example. It's so like, analogy. (laughs) It's so like, yeah. And when you look at Dreamville, you know what I'm saying? You look at Cole, essentially, like what he's doing, even Drake with OVO Fest and things of that. It's like, yo, these guys are middle ground. And I think if we follow that format, we will find our new our new superstars. Yeah. I think the people who studied that format, even with the LeBron James's of the game, when it's like when you really stop just being a ball player and you also become a businessman, the NBA changes as a whole. Now our salary caps are different. Now it's, hey, nah, you got to pay me for my likeness. You got to pay me for this, 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 and that. It ain't just come out here shooting dribble. I think we're figuring that shit out now. What I do see is you get the Ben Simmons motherfuckers who just think <laughs> I deserve that. But that's a sports podcast conversation. Either oh, way. I oh, no that, fit,
0: that fits into the, the, the talk of a generation in yeah, general, bro. like That is one thing that they argue with the generation behind us is entitlement, bro. So it's kind
1: of yeah. like... But that's also why I get, I guess, I guess you could say baby's a part of our generation, but that's why I give baby a lot of credit. Cause I'm like, you represent for the young, but you have this grip on your hustle and your baby 25, 27. Oh yeah. He's the, the tail end of millennial. Yeah. He's 20, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. I, but I think it's like you had this grip and you're a leading force for everything up under you, but you had this grip on consistency and hard work. You know and I'm saying, I don't, I've never seen baby given a titled approach. Is that what they are taking from him though? I think so. I really do. I think I think we we may sometimes under and not saying you or me, but no, i, I think just that's a generalized general questions. I think we so. we may sometimes underestimate these jits, man. And I don't I think, though. I don't. I have one. i, I yeah. just, no. I, I just mean, when I say we, I mean like our <laughs> our era. You know what I'm saying? Our era underestimates these jits. I think like I'm gonna be honest. I think them niggas got it more together than we had it. Like honestly, well, we
0: said this other day on the yeah. phone, bro. Like they've had
1: they've had. Two
0: things to watch before, yeah, so maybe three, depending on you know how old their grandparents were. Like yeah, so,
1: I think they got a grip on this shit, man. And I just think,
0: but but I think the hardest thing, like I said, for them is how they maintain because a lot of them have zero structure to what they do.
1: I think there's a well, and but on the same time, I think. That's by design, and I think it's unfair to give them that because it's like no, no, I'm not, I'm not putting it on them. I, because
0: yeah. I'm not gonna say all of them don't have it figured out. I just say a lot of them lack structure. I, no, I'll, they do. I I'll agree. I watch them. I watch them like move just to move, and you'd be like, yo, bro. But like,
1: I, but I also think that move
0: a, gonna bite you in the ass. Two steps the center,
1: ahead. That's a, a direct result of like. You can't have structure when the structure of the nation that you live in is broken at its core. You know what I'm saying? Like we living in a time where it's like. Nigga, I got you. It's I, w- f- I
0: wasn't trying to go neopolitical. Nah, with this for but I'm just saying
1: it's like when you you got to look at the psychology, like the psychology of where I'm at. It's like, OK, we had structure because for the most part, nigga, life was the same for us. Most of our lives. Oh, Every year was repeated. You hit a fucking wind. Like even for us. Social media put all of us in a what the fuck? I thought this was recreational. I didn't realize that this shit was gonna be enterprise. Ten years later, when my space first hit, nobody in this bitch knew they was coding. Most kids didn't know that shit unless you grew up in certain places, or you're a super genius, but fitted your fucking anomaly, dog. Like <laughs> that was like conversations don't apply to me. Like bro. it's a but but that's the point. And for as a creative, my job is to be the anomaly and then also understand the conversation that doesn't apply to me. So, so I understand it, all these yeah. conversations. I because I give a game, I give yeah. away a game for free all the time, bro. I don't, so I don't really be caring. My thing is like, it's like their structure. We won't know that they structured until we got. We, it's gonna take a few years. We won't see it yet because it's like. Right now, everything's blurred for them niggas, man. Like, everything is like, what the fuck? And we're really the only ones that's really caught off guard and confused. They may know more than we think they know. No, I'll give you that. They may actually be a lot more structured than we think they are. It just don't look like it. It don't look like our structure.
0: I've just watched the burnout phase happen too often, too quick, But I think most of the burnout phase,
1: to be honest with you, is at the tail end of the millennials.
0: No, I'm talking about cats under 25, bro. I'm I'm saying niggas get killed. I'm seeing niggas. I'm not even talking about. I'm not even talking about by death, bro. I'm. I'm literally talking about just. So you gotta think about. It. We we had that quote unquote hustle culture, right? The sleep when you die, all of that stuff, right? Yeah, you
1: just they no. They've taken that and run with it. I think it's who you who you looking at, man. I'm gonna be I, honest with you. I think it's who you looking at, cause like I'm, I, I'm talking about multiple states, and everything,
0: bro. I'm not. I, I I I I never speak from my bubble. I don't do that. Nah, I never I speak that. from my bubble. I just that's why I'm I don't miss- mention people I know or nothing like that. I speak generally from. What I watch, I observe a lot of things. I, voyeurism, I kind of like. Bro, I like I sitting back watching things, whether yeah. whether I'm watching it to fall apart or watching it to succeed, bro. That's the thing that's that's I'm watching
1: these cats, bro. I'm watching these cats. I see it different, dog, because I'm talking to them. Like I, I am.
0: To, I'm not. I'm not just talking to talk, bro. But you also got to think the circle you're talking to. How many of them are college educated? Most of them
1: kids don't give a fuck about well, college. I, I asked you a question. How many of those kids are college I mean, educated? the truth of the matter is most of them are not. They don't care. And that's another structure that we were told I, to I'm fuck not, with yeah, and they don't fuck with.
0: I'm not, I'm not, I'm just asking in your immediate bubble, in your immediate bubble. How I actually many just had
1: a kid today who adamantly, shout out to me, little brother. He adamantly, argue, he was like, we was like, yo, my nigga, if you start making a hundred grand a month, would you stay in college? And he's no, like, no, nobody would. fuck yes, I'm staying in college. He would stay? He was arguing nah. us down. He was like, nah, no, nah, you would And he was like, nah, I'm staying. He was like, because I go to Morehouse and I want that degree. I want this. Okay. It's the and I'm like, I get it. But nigga, you, you the nigga on campus. Like, we're literally throwing him every scenario. He's like, it ain't about my mama. It ain't about, I want that. And I'm like, at that point, my boy was like, nigga, you bullshit. I said, you're missing it. Do you see the passion in this nigga's yeah, eye yeah, yeah, yeah. about what's going on? Facts. Their vision. Prestige for him. Is different. You know, you know, what I'm saying, and it ain't rooted in, "Hey, man, I'm the first kid to graduate in my no. family," or I'm this It's like, nah, nigga, I want that. I don't give a fuck if I got a million. I,
0: I definitely give it to them. They're they they're big on personal decision. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not taking that from them. I, yeah. When their mind is set on something, that's what I it is. I don't feel
1: like we were always. I was. I think you were. Yeah, but I don't facts. think our era was very big on. Like that's the thing that I remember. I had so many of those conversations in college where people are like, "Why?" are you, you here for what? Yeah, because their mama told me that. Like they had type you. shit. And it was like, yo, what? Like it was it was get a job or go to college, bro. That so- was that was that was the results of a lot of our generation. Bro. I think these niggas is like personal decision. But go ahead, my bad. Like no,
0: no, no. I, I mean I really had no point past that. I mean, it is really like I said, it, it, we've got it so far off the topic yeah. of music. But anyway, like I just like I said, I'm with you on them having that. And the only thing I pray upon them is to develop The structure I'm I'm not Because like I said I've just watched A lot of people be here For two years bro And then it's like Yo what happened to such and such And then you see them And it's like You know what I think Niggas fighting
1: for an image Because then they get caught up In that world too You know what I think We're going to see a lot of And this is a wild take Go ahead But I think the new artist Is going to follow The chameleon route I think Break it down Because I I want to see I want to see you thinking The way I'm thinking about this Like where these artists They come in They pop off they do their thing, but then it's like they just fade. And to the average eye is they fell off. But realistically, it's like, nah, bitch, I'm really up over here. And no, my fall
0: off was people really doing bad. That's what I'm yeah, talking no, about. Yeah, I, no, I, I think
1: these kids are going to like – I think what we're to, – to, to what you're saying, I think that's what we're being presented with. I think that's the narrative. And I think they, I think the youth don't get a chance to control their narrative right now. Well, oh, that's what I'm saying. I want them to show me. I want them yeah, to show it. But I don't think they had a tools to. Now this is a this is a whole other conversation. Okay, yeah, we saved a I genuinely <laughs> believe like it's gonna sound wild, but I genuinely believe it's propaganda. And mm. the reason why I say it's propaganda is because I see it. I look at these sites. I look at the stories, and I'm like, bro, I've never heard of this little nigga ever. Oh, Not a boy. song Nothing The first article I've ever seen Attached to this nigga's name Is that he was killed mm. Well see I live on the internet So I, I see a lot of this stuff a, a lot of times Nah no, I feel it But then it's like It's it's still something That may slip past. It's something like, that yeah, you've yeah, seen yeah, That you're yeah. like Nigga who? Yeah. And it's like The first story is He's been And I'm like Yo who the fuck There's nobody 21 Writing these articles Nigga you know what I'm saying? There's wow. no young kids writing these art. They're not even getting a chance to highlight what's really happening and that I was in that same place until I started really flying and kicking And It's like, wait, my nigga, it's a lot more y'all niggas doing dope shit and really getting it than that the niggas sure. crashing the fuck out but the narrative being painted on the surface is that these niggas is crashing out and we've talked about it. I think we talked about it on the first episode mm-hmm. and it's just like, Nah, man. I think they got this shit a lot more control, but I think they're also a generation that ain't, we used to fight our parents and be like, nah, nigga. And they like, man, fuck what all y'all talking about. <laughs> Catch up later, bitch. I'm gone. Like, they not arguing about it. They not even mm. fighting to be seen. They like, yeah, whatever, my nigga. Like, I think, and I think when you, when you apply COVID, the quarantine, well, Twitch, just, social media all this, it puts you in that place. I'm, oh, with just, I'm with him. I'm with at that point. I though. think they're actually a lot more like you and I. No, for sure. I'm <laughs> like so. Like, if so, hold on. My, my about points what of argument
0: say. are not for me personally.
1: So think of what <laughs> I'm saying though. If they're a lot more like you and I, then structure ain't an issue, they gonna have to worry about. But it's structure, there, bro. Whether we explain it or nah, not, true. It's but think about there. it. If they're more like us, because we mm. went through figure, we went through phases where we had to figure it out. But it's I mean, like facts, that facts. DNA was still in us. Yeah. That drive was still in us. I think there are more of us than Kanye's, dog. Like, and if they are Kanyes, they're Kanye's, nigga, where it's like, yo, I'm gonna go crazy creatively, but bitch, we ran up six billion. I'm gonna always find a way to eat and yeah. run a stock up type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's the new break. I think, you know, we we may be more Jay than Ye. You know what I'm saying? Ye's gonna crash some shit out. Like, Ye, you just would have said that. That's the end of your career. But then you popped the fuck back up, like goddamn. Yeah. You said that to survive, like damn. You just went and had a baby, party beat. Now I will
0: say this. I will say the one thing I will say is if you want to use the yay analogy, yay did go flat broke. Facts. But the one when thing, the one thing back. I, the one thing I will give that
1: generation is the resilience to go do it again. I will say that. I will say I give you a better one. I think our generation went flat broke too. They just lied about it. I, I think that's the only difference, and it's been another episode of silly <laughs> fitting because you want to have me talking about something I don't even want to talk about publicly.
0: <laughs> so we go end the episode right here, Yo. man. Yo, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. <laughs> this is the dope only one. reason why we kind of went left because crowd came to me and said he kind of wanted to apply the things to the pod instead of just being all about music. So yeah. that's why I kind of was steering it away from it, just being a music appreciation podcast, but. I'm DJ Fitted, that light-skinned wonder, man. <laughs> My name is Lewis Crown,
1: the goddamn advocate for the youth. <laughs> Follow me on social media. for Crown. the youth, man.
0: <laughs> anyway, man, we'll see y'all next week, man. <laughs>